of walking meditation now, uh, but uh, before that, if there's um, any uh, particular questions, particular on the uh, the theme I've been introducing, if anything's not not uh, very clear, we have a, a wandering mic that can travel around. If um, people would be kind enough to use that, if there's any, yes. Just a reflection. Just a reflection. It's on, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, a reflection when you were talking about um, feeling someone else's suffering but not suffering ourselves. <laughs> and it reminded me ah. of <laughs> Phil Moffat's teaching about being affected but not infected. Uh-huh. It's a good way of putting it, being affected but not infected. Mm-hmm. Any particular other questions or anything that's unclear? Yes, down here. Yeah. Um, a couple of us were comparing notes um, from your <laughs> opening remarks and we think we've not caught something. Yeah. Um, from when you were reading Kadanya's the letter for his Kadanya, yeah. Um, that there were four points, three, three, okay, <coughs> and there was something you you touched base on about um, something our own pr- bringing our own presence, but I missed what came before it in that phrase. Do you do you remember? Is it? I don't know whether it was written down or something that's. Clearly, can be brought back out, but otherwise, I think we have the three things then. Okay, he um, the way the way that she phrased it was um, first one. Well, the, the 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 opening comment is, the heart of our work is simply to offer our presence. Full stop. Don't push. <laughs> Just getting the diagnosis exactly right. <laughs> Don't push. Right. Just use the weight of your own body. Don't diagnose, just be aware. Don't try to help, but also don't turn away. And then the PS, just be with the person, that's all you have to do. So there was three main bits and then a preface and a postscript. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I can make this available for for people, if if people would like. It's it's very easy to, to distribute. I think it's continuing Kandanya's beautiful insight and his uh, embodiment of those qualities to spread it further. It's a, a good meme to put out into the world. Yes. When, um, when one of you just said, don't be affected, be infect, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Is that Don't a Freudian slip? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that word "infected," I I felt frightened when I heard that, and I realized then that's what happens to me, is in wishing for this open, attentive, dis 
disentangled state, I'm afraid of becoming entangled. I, I'm afraid of becoming infected. Mm -hmm. So then I get defensive. And also when I'm afraid, I get blank and d dissociate. Mm -hmm. So if you could help me <laughs> with <laughs> my deep fear of becoming infected. <laughs> I'll, I can do my best. Um, <laughs> well, well, even even though that, that was a, a phrase that, uh, she was saying that Philip Moffat uses, and uh, you know, it's also in a way just the word infected. It it, it has a, a a kind of alienating tone to it because it also it's. I mean, we all are experiencing diseases. Actually, all our bodies are already occupied by all kinds of interesting flora and fauna. <laughs> like my body has got all this, these other beings in it, but. You know, our body is really a metropolis, just like the inner committee. <laughs> the inner committee is, is not just a mental thing, it's actually, you know, <laughs> our bodies are a collaboration. You know, if, if we didn't have all kinds of glorious intestinal flora, and probably many of you actually take yogurt, and, you know, drink live yogurt and such like, in order to, to keep the flora going, <laughs> to keep the inner gardens flourishing. So when we talk about an infection, it just means that some some part of the inner population has, is causing an effect that we don't like or is, is, is uh, harmful or obstructive in a certain way. But to think that this is my body and that there's some alien thing that's, that's invading my space. Yeah, certainly we look after ourselves. And we, we try to keep the, 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 our being as, as healthy and integrated as possible. But it's not other. It's all us. <laughs> and that... Um, so that's one, one little piece uh, of that. But certainly, if your experience is that of fear and threat, that's what's up front. And so it, what I would encourage, like I, I was saying at the beginning when, when I was talking about don't push, just use, use the weight of your own body. Like Sometimes we're, we're thinking of this, this thing, I've got this fear problem, or I've got this, this, um, this grief issue, and if I could just get to the place where I don't feel that, then I'd be happy. Right? And so we, we're often trying to climb over that present thing to, to get to some imagined future where, there, it, where there's me without that thing. Right? And so I, I've, I've had to work a lot with this in the past, particularly with fear, actually. And I, I would realize that what my, my mind was doing was, oh, somewhere off in the future there's an Amaro who, who doesn't feel so much fear. And won't that be nice? And so I think this is my fear problem. This is my anxiety problem. What can I do to get rid of that, get rid of my infection, so then there'll be me without it? <laughs> and won't that be grand? And I'm, I'm speaking in a kind of um, flippant way, but that was what my mind was doing. And I realized, well, hang on a minute. You're, you're casting the whole thing into me and my problem, that there's a real person and there's this real thing that is being owned by this real separate individual person. But that's, that's a, a misrepresentation of the, of the felt experience. Because rather than a, a me who owns this thing and who wants to get rid of it or is feeling burdened by it, what's experienced is there's the arising of fear. Fear appears within our awareness. That's what's happening. It's not a me, a, a real concrete me that is the owning and there's a real concrete thing that's being owned. That's just a convenient fiction. 
It's a way of phrasing things that we're, we're habituated to. But when there's a direct looking, then uh, what, uh, what we, we know and we feel, oh, this is a feeling of fear. It's not a permanent presence. It's not my possession, my permanent problem. It comes and goes. It's a, it's a cyclical experience. It, it arises, it does its thing, it blossoms, and then it fades, like, any, like our intestinal flora, like the, the bacteria on our hands, yeah, and so on. And that even though the, the, the thinking mind might go, oh yeah, right, but my fear is permanent. You know. <laughs> Let me tell you. you know. and, but that also, that's just a thought, that's a habitual impression that arises and ceases. That's a, a, a judgment, a diagnosis, <laughs> that we've got accustomed to. I know what's going on here. I have got a fear problem. You know, I'm honoring it. <laughs> Which you might be genuinely and sincerely trying to do, trying to be real. But what we're actually doing is rather than being real, we're, re- we're reifying that experience and making it a, a... We're believing it to be a solid, permanent presence. When the, f- the, the genuine felt experience is, oh, this is a feeling of fear. When the mind is open or invited to be open, then there's this this reaction. That's what arises. There's an invitation to be open, then shut the door. That's the felt experience. And that so right in that moment, okay, this is the thing to listen to, to receive, is that that fear reaction. Okay, and to know that, to feel that, where is it in the body? To let that be known. And the more that we're able to to feel particularly our emotions or, or um, uh, the thoughts which are which are charged, then the the more it's helpful to to know them as physical sensations. Just the feet. Where, where do you feel fear in the body? Is it in the throat? Is it in the belly? Is it between your shoulder blades? You know, we're all different. You know, we, we feel it in different ways. I'm a gut person myself. <laughs> Solar plexus. You know, fear play, fear person. So, if I bring the attention there, and think, oh, this is the fear feeling. You, 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 you feel it, you know it, and then consciously relaxing with it. So that you're, you're uh, recognizing this is actually an impermanent impression. It arises, it ceases. And the, the thinking mind can go, oh yeah, you're just trying to weasel out of it. You've really got a fear problem and you've got to... <laughs> You've got to take responsibility for this. You can't get out of it like that. It's the kind of thing my mind would do. But you say, okay, well, thank you for sharing. <laughs> that's the, the, the blaming, critical, self-creating habit that's, that's wading in. That too is an impermanent, and, uh, and it's also empty of self. And then it can get even louder. You can't get out of it like that. <laughs> this is just a mind game. You know. Thank you very much. You know. And you keep coming to that position of, of, of receiving it, knowing it, recognizing, yeah, this is a, a valid point, maybe this is true, but actually, even if you're telling the truth, you're still in an impermanent condo- condition, right? That's arising and ceasing. That's what this thought is. That's what this feeling is. It can't be anything more than that. So you're coming to a place of realism with, with that experience. You're not trying to... Uh, wish the fear away, or you're not trying to just stifle the habit, but there is an honoring. You think, yeah, this is this is arisen. This is the habit. This is the conditioning. Here it is. This is the shape of it. It feels like this. You let it come into being. You you know it. That the physical 
tension and sensations that go with it, you know that quality, you let it do its thing and then let it fade. And there's something in the, in the heart, that intuitive wisdom knows, oh, look at that. It does actually arise and cease. Its buddy comes along immediately afterwards, maybe. <laughs> but that's also impermanent. That there is not, it's not a solid, permanent thing that is owned by a me. There's awareness, there's a, the flow of feeling, and it's like this. So in that way, you're learning to develop the refuge of wisdom, the refuge of, of Buddha, Buddha wisdom, being that, that knowing. So you're not suppressing the feeling, you're not just um, blanking out or trying to just get rid of it. So that those two, they're called the desire to become or the desire to identify, bhava-tanha, and its partner is the desire to get rid of, to blank out, to not feel, to not be. But what we're finding is the middle way where, yes, there is this, but no, it's not who and what I am. It's here, it's felt, it does its thing, and then, and then it fades. So it's just developing a different way of, of relating to that. Okay. Um, well, maybe we'll have a... We can wait for a little bit. So we'll, we'll have a walking period now. And um, what, there's a lot of folks here today. I think there's no retreat on up the hill, is that right? So this. Okay, so we got uh, we got open territory. <laughs> we can use the upstairs, air, uh, the up the hill area as well. So, what I'd like to suggest with the walking meditation is finding a stretch of ground where you can walk about twenty twenty five paces long, and to um, uh, to determine that as your walking path for the the period. We'll walk for about half an hour, and then to um, uh, as you walk, use the, the, the sensation of your feet touching the ground as the main focus of attention. But then also as you walk, to, to see if uh, in the same spirit of, of, uh, of the, the day and what we're talking about, when, even if you're walking, I, mean, I know some people like to walk very slowly. I try to encourage people to walk at an ordinary but gentle pace. So you're not charging along, but you're not in slow motion. But even if you're walking... Uh, at an ordinary gentle pace, see if you can just l- allow the body to walk without you going anywhere. Does that make sense? Just feeling, the, just like f- with the breath, maybe for a few moments here and there, you could just feel the body breathing, and it wasn't me doing the breath, <laughs> but there was just the body breathing and it was being known. To see if you can find that same quality of letting the body walk but not being entangled in that, in that walking, not be trying to get to the end of the path <laughs> and then getting back. So there's a, an easefulness or a fluidity, just letting, letting there be an awareness of the body moving, just like there can be an awareness of the breath coming and going, with a, sitting here with our eyes closed. Just the awareness of the, of the body walking up and down the path. It's still the same changing pattern of perception. It's just one's got a bigger, you know, more colorful backdrop of the hills and the turkeys and the, the sky and so on. But it's still essentially, there's a, a, a form, a perception that's being experienced, it's coming, it's going, it's changing. And that which knows it is not, is not moving. That, which, it, it, that space within which it's occurring is not going anywhere. So there's, a, there's that quality of, of activity, there's energy being put into the, to, to the walking, but also there's a quality of of stillness or restfulness that, that the walking occurs within. Is that clear enough? Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, 
It's about 10.55 now, so maybe 